0: From between the hedges at Sanford Stadium to the practice fields, from Stegman Coliseum and wherever else the Bulldogs are playing, it's time to talk Georgia sports. From the Athens Banner Herald, here are your hosts, Mark Weiser and Ryan Dennis. Welcome into the Bulldogs Extra Podcast, Mark Weiser with Ryan Dennis of the Athens Banner Herald. And Ryan, what are we, 10 days out, something like that?
1: Yeah, so it's Tuesday, next Friday,
0: man. Orange Bowl, Georgia, Michigan. Getting here fast. Getting here fast. Ryan, I am ready for some Miami, you know, as we are recording this on Tuesday uh, afternoon, late, or late-ish, it's raining, it's dreary. It's not uh, kind of a cha- uh, Chamber of Commerce day for Athens. I, I didn't look at the forecast. I don't know what it is in Miami now, but you know, probably be 70s and 80s when we we're down there. Um, Ryan, are you ready uh, to party in the city where the heat is on all night on the beach till the break of dawn? <laughs> is that, well,
1: what cool uh, rapidly? Is that, a, is that Pitbull or something? Yeah. Will Smith. Come on, uh, Will Smith. Uh, Got gotcha. you. Um, yes, because as I look at my computer right now, it's 41 here, light rain. And, uh, yeah, last check, I think, uh, next week, uh, Thursday of next week, is supposed to be about 83 down in uh, Fort Lauderdale, which, you know, I can't wait to, uh, be on the beach with a, uh, with a Coca-Cola in my hand and, uh, I mean, and doing work, of course, while we're down there.
0: Do we, uh, is there a beach at the, uh, media hotel?
1: I don't know. I don't know where, I know it's right next to the airport. So, uh, hopefully, hopefully it's not a busy airport because, uh, I gotta get my sleep.
0: All right, Georgia will arrive Sunday uh, to Miami. It's a day, earlier, um, a, a day earlier on Christmas evening. Michigan's getting to town. I think they're flying into Fort Lauderdale. Ryan, uh, you know, as the buildup uh, has, for this game has happened locally, mm-hmm. you know, there was, there was signing day last week, which we'll talk about because we haven't podcast since – was it Monday last week, I guess? So mm-hmm. there's a lot – Georgia got another top three signing class, so we'll, we'll talk about that. But, um, you know – a couple of things I'll say about the quarterbacks. Uh, I wrote a story about it today. Now I hadn't really written on the subject since I think the day after the SEC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Um I think there's two camps. Uh <laughs> besides the Stetson Bennett and JT Daniels camp, I think mm-hmm. there's also the camp of people that are interested in still reading about it as uh you know, the metrics on the story show there was a lot of traffic. Mm-hmm. People are people are interested. The other camp uh is where they're sick of the subject and they will let you know, and uh, they just want JT Daniels and, in there. Uh, you'll, <laughs> no you'll, further discussion. You'll, you'll get ratioed on Twitter because <laughs> it's a beating a dead horse. Now, <laughs> if I haven't written about it myself, really much, uh, you know, whether y- the reader has read five stories about it, that's fine. I try to bring a little different perspective to it. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm going to write about it if it's. Uh, I wrote about it the day after we had a chance to talk to Kirby Smart about it again.
1: Who was very vague in his answer. Yeah, he was vague, which,
0: you know, mm-hmm. that's his prerogative. Uh, you know, not surprised about that. But, um, yeah, you really – he didn't say anything of substance that that really uh, told you anything that you didn't know beforehand.
1: Well, right. I mean, uh, what did he say? That uh, all four guys have been practicing hard and, uh, you know, that uh, he wouldn't say who's working with the first team or not. But I was kind of wondering your uh, perspective on that. I mean, is uh, – does he not want to give away that they have put J- JT in at the at the number one with the number one team, or is he just? Because uh, I mean, I don't think you're uh, you're really fooling the other team if Stetson's your guy still, and and you're just saying, uh, oh, you know, we're not saying who's working at number one because uh, you would think that they would be preparing for whoever is in, in that spot. No matter. Well, how. he
0: didn't even want to say that, you know. Stetson's working with the ones. JT's getting some work with the ones also. Um, yeah, he didn't want to go there, which, you know, this is kind of some pretty important football coming up here for for the Bulldogs. So uh I get that. And um, you know, we we should have a chance, um, I don't know which day is. I guess it may be Monday, Tuesday next week, to kind of um put our eyes on the Bulldogs as they practice down in South Florida for fifteen minutes. Now we we probably won't see much uh, I imagine it might be like stretching or, or something like that. We'll see
1: that thing where each one of them takes uh, two snaps from a different center and yeah. they rotate it. Well, you know,
0: I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It'll still be good to to watch uh, the you know the, the team practice. I mean, I, I still remember back in uh, Southern California before the Rose Bowl. You know, going to their practice site, which you know I think we had to take a media shuttle, maybe a half hour to get there. But you know, just to see the environment and see the the. The tropical trees, even in, in uh, California, they had, like, obviously a different look mm-hmm. than what you, what you would see here. So, um, you know, it'll, it'll be good. Uh,
1: yeah, I look forward to it.
0: Ryan, uh, wanted to give you a little update about what you're going to see when you get down there. Did you know uh, that Georgia is practicing at Berry University?
1: Uh, not Berry College, as in Rome, Georgia, Berry College. No, this right. is, this Berry University. I did not know that. So you know,
0: Now, did they get, I, I don't know anything about that facility, but. Michigan is practicing an Inter Miami CF uh, practice facility, which is that the MLS team, I think.
1: Yeah, Inter. Uh, yeah, yeah, that new team, right? Right. Now, isn't
0: isn't Beckham? Uh, doesn't he own that team or something? Or has? Man, it, you're
1: asking me the tough questions. I, that sounds right, but I can't tell you off the top of my head. Um, I guess
0: my point is that Michigan could see David Beckham, like you know, around the facility uh, maybe, but you know, I don't know who's going to be around Barry University.
1: Uh, well, I don't know if anybody cares. Uh, you know, if any of the football players care if they see Beckham or not. But what I mean, is there not no, 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 no? I think
0: I think Jackpot Levsny would care. You think he's a soccer dad? I, think, I, I yeah. think all these soccer guys. Camarda, mean, these, Camarda was a good soccer player. too, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true,
0: yeah. I think Paul Lesney's dad is a, is a uh, soccer coach or was. Uh, oh, okay. Well, so two two or three people. In the, uh, what was it, Hilton Head area, maybe? I can't remember. I
1: wonder about those schools, though. I mean, you know, what about, uh, is the University of Miami, like, they say no to that? Do do the teams not want one of the teams practicing there and the other at Barry <laughs> University?
0: Uh, and we can check with Mark Rick, but... Miami's not really known for great facilities. I mean, it's yeah. it's in Coral Gables, which might be even more south. Um, so
1: can we know. do a can we do a quick call to Mark, uh, get him on here and uh, talk to him about uh, bad Miami facilities? Maybe he can compare and contrast his time at Georgia facilities I think, versus uh, I think Miami.
0: Todd Hartley, who spent uh, a few years down there with Mark Rick. He probably knows his way around that that part of the uh, state and mm. can, can kind of, you know kind of figure it out now. Uh, you know, Georgia's kind of w- what they've said this week in Kirby Smart is that, you know, obviously you, you always hear about, you know, it being a business trip, not a not a, a trip to really enjoy uh, you know, a bowl experience as much because you know, there's only two games that really matter in bowl mm-hmm. season in terms mm-hmm. of you know, w- with something uh championship to play for. Uh so but but Georgia is gonna have some pre uh, lined up uh events going on. Um they will be on Monday, I think it is, uh, there will be a beach party for, for the team uh at the Fountain Blue North Lawn. So if you're a Georgia fan getting down there early and you wanna, you know, check out um you know, like. Jordan Davis kind of on the beach to see if he uh <laughs> to Push see if, him back, Push him back. To Just see think. if he's gonna, you know, like be lifting up like five lifeguards or something. Yeah,
1: that'd be cool. Are they playing Family Feud? That always seems to be like a favorite of bowl season. You know, the two teams pit against each other, family feud, or... I don't know that, but... I don't know, scattered So,
0: so uh, on on one night, Michigan is going to the uh, Fogo de Chow in Miami <clears throat> Beach. I think Georgia will be there the next day.
1: Speaking of Jordan Davis, imagine Jordan Davis at a Fogo de Chow. That, that card is turned green, go, nonstop.
0: Now, I, I think I've been to Fogo de Chow once ever. Uh, there's one in Atlanta, maybe in Buckhead. Have you been to that one?
1: I've never been to a Fogo de Chow. Well,
0: how did you know about the card then?
1: Uh, my mom's been to a few. She you know, she was in a swanky company that would have uh, business parties right. at Fogo de Chow. All right.
0: Well, yeah, it's uh, yeah. you might want to just basically have one meal that day and mm. or maybe one meal that week. Uh, but, so
1: they bring them out in big skewers or not skewers, but like, uh, what do you call those things that meat stands on? And uh, they just kind of shave uh, it off for uh, you?
0: Uh, uh, yeah, a little bit of that, a little mm. bit of that. I can't really remember that much, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's not great. You, you probably want, want to see your cardiologist right after that. Uh, what are you doing for dinner tonight? You care to... Not, uh, not, not, going to Fogo yeah, Chat. was, well, <laughs> that's out of
1: our price range around the
0: holidays. Um, anyway, I think that's about it though, that, um, in terms of, you know, uh, a beach party, a, a, a gorging party. Mm. Uh, so we had a chance today to talk to, uh, Trevon Walker and Nolan Smith, um, a couple, a couple of... Items of interest from what they had to say. Um, I thought was interesting. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you noticed during the game. I, I certainly did. Um, there were some guys that were kind of huffing and puffing when when Alabama was, uh, you know, marching downfield when they were making big plays and maybe doing some up-tempo. Bryce Young is, you know, chasing that guy around. And Georgia did get some pressures, but yeah. they didn't, didn't sack him. Trevon Walker, here's a quote. I can say that some of the time that some of the guys probably did get a little winded, and that did play a small part in the loss, so uh I think you know they are focused on uh, conditioning a little bit especially they're going to be going down to Miami in the heat in Miami. Um it's a 7:30 game though so uh I mean
1: this is a Georgia team that's practiced in 100 degree weather for at least for the first couple months. They were they were out there and I don't I don't know if that was that big of an issue for them but or or if hot weather would be an issue. So I I feel like they'll be all right but I mean, you know, I think the the big thing was they just couldn't get to uh to 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 Bryce Young and uh, that's what kind of hurt him there in the long run. He wasn't being out of condition, did he?
0: Nolan Smith. He said, uh, "What we did before, congratulations, and what we did before, it is not that bad. We can always learn from our mistakes. But it is new life. It is one game, and you have to win to advance."
1: He's full of good quotes. He gave me a good quote after the uh, SEC championship loss. You know, like uh, what he say: "If it, uh, if you don't have that ring on your finger, then what are you doing here? You know, what are you playing for? If you don't, if it didn't hurt, if you didn't feel it deep in your gut, or something like that." good for Nolan
0: I think Nolan is a guy that um, probably will come back next year based on uh, I was surprised that I caught up the numbers earlier today I was just looking at some stats uh, I think he only had one and a half sacks mm. and he, he certainly was very impactful in certain games but um, you know I think uh, as, as an edge rusher former number one recruit yeah. um, you know might serve him well to come back
1: well how about Trayvon Walker's uh, quote about his million dollar body or whatever I think he said two million no two million he's a guy that can come out right
0: uh he is he's he's rated high he shows up on some of those uh lists for top uh you know defensive linemen so um hey when will be the day that
1: somebody opts out of a playoff game will it ever happen you know you see all this about uh players opting out of other bowl games that don't really matter for well you know I guess you can you can debate that all you want to for instance the Peach Bowl what you got Michigan State's running back opting out you have uh uh, who, oh, uh, Pickett, Kenny Pickett opted out of the game as well from, from Pittsburgh. So, I mean, will it ever get to a point where guys are just like, look, I'm, I've got to think about myself here and opt out of a playoff game?
0: You know, I was listening to something, um, when I was driving in where they mentioned Joey Bosa opting out at, at uh, Ohio State in 2018. The, now, was well, that a playoff was It was, that, was just the Fiesta Bowl, was if it I'm the Fiesta not mistaken.
1: And, and it wasn't, it wasn't a playoff. It okay. was just a, right. uh, yeah. It was just a, a, bowl, I mean, a, a big Super 6 bowl game. Now, I didn't
0: follow this. Um, you know, I wasn't in the weeds on this, but I, I just saw kind of on my Twitter timeline that Cade Mays made some kind of um, NIL thing where he was saying something about, well, I, m- I might come back to Tennessee if I can get $500,000 in NIL money. Um, and then the next thing I saw is that he was being announced to play in one of the All-Star games, so... Mm. Maybe he decided already that he's not coming back and they didn't get that money. I don't know. But you know, what if um I'm trying to think who on Georgia is so impactful? George Pickens, uh, Nicobe Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if one of them said, Hey, I'm not sure if I want to play in this bowl I game. Just love, yeah.
1: not, uh, but but I mean it's always been the general understanding that if your team is playing for a championship, you would play for them, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 I mean guys in other bowl games that aren't as aren't for national championships even if they are the Fiesta Bowls of the world or the Chick-fil-A Bowls or even the Rose Bowl.
0: Ryan, I think it's a good thing that our that our, our listeners know that uh, I understand on, on good authority that there's not a single Georgia football player that listens to this podcast. Yeah. So so your idea is that they should opt out of the Orange Bowl.
1: Why did I say that? <laughs> I would never say that. I'm just... I'm saying it. You know, it's good that. I mean, I don't. I don't think that anybody should opt out if you're if you're playing no, I, for, I, for I a mean, national I, I championship. I think all those
0: things will will arise. And I was just curious that I when mean, that day will look, come that somebody will. Maybe instead of getting, I don't even know what the number is this year. It's, it used to be like five hundred dollars that the bull can give them in bull gifts, and the school could give them five hundred dollars. How about you make that five thousand mm-hmm. dollars? You know, just throw them a little bit more. Uh, you know, a little meat on the bone or something. Yeah,
1: especially uh, was it Capital One that sponsors Orange Bowl still? Is that right? I don't even know. I think, I think, right. I yeah. think so. So yeah. I don't think they're hurting for money if they wanted to pay, uh, pay every player $5,000. Are
0: you saying be, you're delinquent on your latest uh, bill? And that's why that... Uh, yeah, they've been knocking on my door. That's probably right.
1: Need to, <laughs> probably need to uh, get out of town, to be honest with you. The money's
0: going in their coffers. All right, let's let's uh, let's do a, a quick review. Uh, we, we got a lot of things to talk about still. Uh, let's do a quick revo- review of Georgia's signing day from last week, just in terms of what, what your takeaways were. Ryan... Uh, let me just start with you Uh, or let me, let me just, I wrote about it and it's kind of, uh, you know, an obvious thing is that, I don't know if you know this, but Georgia does not have a hard time attracting top defensive recruits. I think like seven of their top guys in this class were all defensive and uh, I think four are cornerbacks uh, or or maybe just DBs. Um, You know, Kirby wants more DBs. You know, you could give him four top, uh, 50 DBs in terms of top 50 overall national prospects. And he'd say, I want five, I want six. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Sounds know. like
1: what they used to say with Lyman when Sam Pittman was here. And I, I, he still continues with Matt Luke, but, you know, they'd sign a class of uh, five-star linemen well, I think he's a little, I, think little,
0: I think he's a little battle scarred from losing, you know, not just guys in the NFL, but losing a couple of transfers. No, Are no, talking no, I'm, about I'm DBs? I'm talking about DBs, yeah. yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. Uh, well, that was seemed to be their issue coming into this season, right? Was who they'd lost, and you thought bringing in Tyke Smith would kind of solve that problem, and uh, you know, and uh, they did get the guy Kendrick from uh, from Clemson that, that helped out a lot. But uh, if you want a takeaway from me from signing day, was some of the guys they missed out on, right? Uh, some of the guys that committed later in the day, you thought Georgia really had a chance on, and they who are you talking went about? to Florida. What well, was the uh, defensive back uh, that, that chose Florida? Um, you know, it seemed like he'd be down to, to, to Georgia and, 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 uh, maybe, maybe even lean, leaning heavily towards Georgia. And then, um, you know, not that Georgia ever had a shot at Travis Hunter, but the fact that he put that hat on for a split second, you were like, oh, maybe Kirby did flip him over here. And then, of course, he goes, Now, Deon. what was
0: it? Where, where did you watch that? Was that on Instagram or something?
1: Well, you know how everything uh, makes its way to Twitter. And that's where I All saw right. it eventually. But. Hey, uh,
0: you're not happy, uh, that Georgia got Marvin Jones Jr. out of, uh, American Heritage, which I think uh Sonny Michelle's school. Yeah, I mean, that's good, yeah. Blair Walsh's school. Oh,
1: yeah, Blair Walsh. Now, hey, I know I should know this, but is that D. Marvin Jones, wide receiver, currently in the NFL's son?
0: Uh, it's a Florida, former Florida State okay. uh, lineman, I believe.
1: Because that seems like he'd be too
0: young to be having college
1: kids, but hey, you
0: never know. Um, you got any thoughts on uh, three-star prospect Drew Bo- Bobo? Yeah. I mean, uh,
1: obviously, I think he'd always had wanted to come to Georgia, right? I mean, his dad's a legacy guy, and uh, but the fact that he was at Auburn at the time, uh, you know, he was committed to Auburn, and as soon as he got the axe over there, here comes Georgia calling.
0: All right, Gunnar Stockton uh, signs out of Raven County. Right. Um, hey, so I'm driving to the Tennessee game and drove past uh, Raven County High School, which is right on the highway there. Did you You – I'm trying to remember, you didn't go to Tennessee, did you? Not this year. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think they had a game that night, which uh, maybe some of the, our friends at Dog Post stopped by and, and covered that mm. game. But um, you know what I noticed as I drove uh, through that area? It's a nice sign on the road there for Charlie Warner, mm-hmm. also from that area. I saw area. that too. So the sign?
1: I went up to Black Rock Mountain uh, yeah. up there. It yeah. says,
0: home of Charlie Warner, Georgia Bulldog, and NFL. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they use the word star, but, you know. Tight end, maybe, right? Or, I, I don't know, but, I mean, uh, that, that's kind of cool. Uh, you see that sometimes if you're driving around. You'll see, uh, you know, somebody that, that was at Georgia, that, you know, their hometowns really still are very proud of uh, them being a part of this program. There and, might
1: uh, be something in Elberton or Bowman. Uh, there is something in Bowman, Georgia, for for Mecole Hardman. Yeah, because uh, yeah, they love him up in the granite capital of the world. Um, but Charlie had a, a, an uncle, right, that was in... Uh, State uh, Scott, rep or something like that. Scott Warner played at Georgia. No, no, no. But he had yes, I know that. But he had an uncle, I think, recently that had run. Or oh, may, maybe it was Scott. I don't know. Had a uh, you know that had run will, for uh, something up there, and his his name was plastered. Will,
0: will Jefferson in in about four or five years? Will they have a uh, a big sign uh, for for Malikine. Georgia for Georgia's star? Malachi Starks, uh, who has a chance to make an impact in these next three years at Georgia. Yeah, I
1: guess it's up to Malachi to, to determine have, have, that. Have you seen him
0: play? In person, yeah. Give me, give me the rundown.
1: Well, the thing is, uh, you know what? I, I think I only saw Malachi a couple times, uh, and, and injuries always kind of seem to mm-hmm. hamper him a little bit. And, uh, you know, I saw them against North Oconee when North Oconee upset Justin. Yeah, I know he was
0: supposed to play Cedar Shoals, and, and he set out that game. Yeah, and
1: he was, uh, he was a little banged up, and I think that's why their offense couldn't really get going. But he had an interception in that game, and, you know, I think he's going to be a, a safety for Georgia, or maybe even uh, move down in the box a little bit with his size. But,. He's, uh, I mean, he's freakish athletic. So, yeah, that's, a, I mean, obviously a good get. And maybe the top-rated prospect for Georgia in this class, I think, is what 247 and other outlets have.
0: All right, so there's 23 signees in this class, and I think there's three commitments that uh, remain on Georgia's board. But, you know, for one reason or another, they didn't sign. Now, you always wonder, uh, you know, do they eventually go off that, that commitment list and, and get replaced by someone else? Or, you know, what's driving that? Um, we'll see. So they, they, Georgia did sign one running back, uh, in this in this class, that's uh, Branson Robinson from uh, Canton, Mississippi. Um, but yeah, there's another running back that remains out there, who I was told was actually was on a vacation out of the country uh, on signing day. So, um, you know, I'm not sure if that's the reason or if he went on vacation because you know he wasn't Georgia wasn't ready to take his, his signature. I, I don't know. Huh, interesting. Um, How about
1: the first commitment or first signee that came in the other day, all the way from way across the pond? In Australia, that's pretty neat. Well, did it come in at uh, seven at night in in or eight at night? Maybe here. In no, the, it, was uh, like, yeah.
0: it was like it was like three and a half, four in the afternoon. Uh, Brett Thorson from Dumbalk North in Australia, and he's actually going to be uh, joining the program. Uh, you know, in the next week or two, as is gunner, Gunner Stockton. Yeah, the Blue gunner already, already might be on campus uh, mm-hmm. as they finish out bull practices. So. Um, you know, uh, it's always a weird deal now with with this signing day and then bull practices converging, and then you have guys. You know, Dan Landing had just left, and mm. he's working on his signing class. And I think he was doing a, a Thursday. It looked like he did like a signing day Zoom for Oregon, uh, where he was probably in the Buttsmere building in an <laughs> office there. Where he just had an Oregon shirt on. That's funny. Yeah, it's it's it is definitely a weird deal.
1: Don't you think they? I think they need to implement something where look, hey, let's not announce this stuff until a day or two after. The, the seasons are over. I mean, I know I know teams kind of got to get moving and, and stuff like that. But just you know, for teams and they're always picking coaches from from teams that are making the playoffs and stuff like that. It just I mean,
0: makes for don't odd. He, don't you think Dan Landing wanted that out there so he could you know recruit the guys for his class? I mean, I, yeah, I,
1: I get that. I get that part of it. I get that part of it. Um, it just it just makes for for funky things and, and it just seems weird for the for the kids uh, you know who have to answer these questions about. You know, your position coach leaving or your defense coordinator leaving and all that stuff while they're trying to prepare for, you know, a college football semifinal type of game.
0: All right, locally LSU uh, had a uh, quarterback transfer, Max Johnson, uh, played at Oconee County. He's going from LSU to Texas A&M. His brother, uh, a tight end, Jake, Jake Johnson, also going to Texas A&M. A lot of other quarterbacks are in the transfer portal. Shane Beamer in South Carolina got Oklahoma's quarterback – um, Nobody from Georgia in there yet, correct? Bo Nixon in Oregon uh, Bo Nixon going from Auburn to Oregon to play for Dan Landing Yeah, here's what I was going to say I guess I kind of lost my uh, my thing So you got the Raven County kid mm-hmm. uh, You got Brock Vandegrift mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say those are the only two quarterbacks That you feel 100% sure are going to be on Georgia's football team next season Do you? Well, well who do you think is not going to be?
1: No, I, I think I think I feel strongly at that, but, you know, a lot will be determined on Stetson's decision, JT's decisions, and all that. So you're saying if,
0: if Stetson and or JT come back, that someone else might leave? I think... Like Carson, I didn't mention. Now, now Carson, I understand, is, is you know, happy at, at Georgia, but, you know, he, he also wants to play football. So, uh-huh. um, you know, if if it looks like he's not going to have a chance to get on the field, um, you know, that could change. And uh, But look... If, uh, if JT Daniels uh, chose to, say, transfer, if Stetson Bennett said, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot and, and go try to, you know, get in a camp and, and win a roster spot, um, you know, I think Stetson Bennett, I don't have his birthday in front of me, but he might be 23, 24, you know, by now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he might just be ready to move on. But you know what? Stetson Bennett, he goes out and wins a national championship game. I mean, don't you think he's going to, you know – Basically, right off into the sunset from Georgia. I mean, that would be the
1: smart thing to do, yeah. But I mean, does he is he going for a master's? Is he what is he doing, uh, educationally? I mean, he, that, that I, could determine his decision as well.
0: I assume he has a degree already. I don't know. <laughs>
1: it is one of the it's a big conundrum, this Georgia quarterback situation. But I mean, you know, what does Brock Vandergriff do when he evaluates, uh, after the season? Look, okay, he here's
0: mean, what I'm saying Carson Beck, he might think, look. I've, I've already practiced with Brock Vandergriff, and, you know, I'm ahead of him on the depth chart mm-hmm. now. And the other guy coming in is a true freshman. So, mm-hmm. hey, maybe this is my window to start.
1: Well, yeah. Of course, he could,
0: he could have that thought process, and Georgia could go back into the transfer portal and grab someone else.
1: Let's also remember that Carson Beck was number two in the spring and seemed number two going right, into UAB. Right, <laughs> right, right. right, right. So he might just say, you know what, I never know where I stand on this depth chart, to be honest with
0: you. Yeah. I mean, does Georgia look at uh, Keaton Slovis, another South uh, Southern Cal transfer? No. Why are we talking so much about this? Let's focus on the games that hang. Yeah, absolutely. You got Michigan. Um, I don't know. This also could be the last early signing period in December. There seems to be a movement to push it to January um, so you don't have that kind of traffic. How in-
1: about this? How about this? The first Wednesday in February. Has anybody ever thought of that?
0: That didn't work out. Just well. leave it there. <laughs> uh, Jake Fromm, did you see him against the Giants two minute offense? I so didn't.
1: I mean, I saw Twitter again. You know, it's a uh, it's the place to go for quick news. And uh, he
0: was four for four at one point. Does that sound right?
1: Mm-hmm. After uh, filling in for I don't his, know he, NC State's I Mike think he, Glennon,
0: he moved from like the ten yard line to like the inside the red zone, and then they kind of stalled. Um, so. Well, that's better
1: than what Glennon did. I did see him throw a couple of hideous balls. All
0: right, let's talk about a couple. We mentioned Dan Lanning. A couple other staff issues uh, with Georgia, issues from the fact that they're not at Georgia anymore. Mm-hmm. Katie Turner, uh, one of the uh, – I guess she I don't have her title in front of me, but she was uh, maybe director of recruiting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think they have someone else with a title like that similar. Um, but, um, you know, she was part of a, a – I mean, you got to credit all these recruiting staffers for helping to bring in these – top three type classes. And now she goes to Florida um, with Billy Napier, who she worked with at Louisiana. So, you know, kind of a, I don't know if you want to call it a lateral move, or maybe it was promotion if she's getting more money. Um, Also, Josh Lee, the Mm -hmm. director of football operations uh, has resigned, Georgia says, and they said he's pursuing another opportunity. Uh, There was a report that uh, he is being investigated by the equal opportunity office at georgia so we'll see how that um shakes out uh you know if more information uh, the, the university will probably uh, be releasing information on that investigation uh, once he's uh, the it, it is complete
1: yeah he's the guy that's in the background with maybe the biggest uh impact that's not a coach when you think
0: uh i mean i have to look at the kind of at the flow i mean aside
1: from like athletic director i mean he made stuff happen scheduling uh other issues in the background. I mean, I I think that's pretty big for Georgia, to be honest.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you kind of think of him as, as maybe one of Kirby Smart's right hand guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, he actually came here uh, before Mark Rick's final season. Um, so, um, you know, he, he already was, you know, here and then had uh, served as a GA. You know, I didn't
1: realize until reading your article in the Athens Benner Herald that he was a receiver. He worked with receivers a lot
0: uh, as, a, as a GA back in the day. I did not realize that. I don't think I realized it until I saw, yeah. <laughs> saw his bio. I mean, you don't really pay attention to that kind of thing. But, Interesting. Um, all right, Ryan, uh, I guess we'll uh, maybe take a little break. How much? are how we, how we doing on time here? Yeah,
1: let's, uh, let's do it.
0: Let's uh, keep it rolling after this break, and uh, we'll be fine. Ryan, I know you're watching... Uh, Pretty much every bowl game that's on TV. So, I want to say this: I, I did not watch the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, but I did see that they were uh, the team that won, which uh, I believe was Utah State, mm-hmm. was awarded a championship belt. And uh, I like that. I like the belt. Uh, I say do an Orange Bowl belt instead of a trophy.
1: Oh, so it was the Orange Bowl. It wasn't like no. uh, interception. You know, you get a belt or you get
0: the... No, no, no. That was what you won in, uh, for winning the game. I right? like that. I believe. That's
1: that's pretty cool. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel uh, seems like the interi- uh, interesting type of guy that was like, no, we're going something
0: different. I'm not sure if he is the one that was the inspiration for that or, or the game organizer, whoever that was.
1: Hey, I did think of you there in that game uh, because you know who Utah State's head coach is now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Blake Anderson. Right. You did that big story on his wife and, yeah. and him mm-hmm. back when Arkansas State came.
0: Uh, <laughs> Ryan, the uh, Mayo Bowl, uh, which uh, the Mayo Duke, Mayo Bowl Duke Duke's Mayo Duke's Bill. Mayo. You know, you remember we we saw Duke's Mayo game, uh, the kickoff game with Georgia Clemson. Yeah,
1: and the guy slathering it all over his body. Right. Yeah. So uh,
0: Shane Beamer and Mac Brown have agreed to uh, let, uh, I guess, a vat of Duke's Mayo go on their head. Oh God! If they win the game. Uh, and I saw an interview, which I liked with Mac Brown, where he was asked, you know, basically told that, you know, Shane Beamer has agreed to do this. Are you going to do it? And he said, basically, heck yeah. He said, you know, if someone wants to hit me with a two by four on the head, if it means I can win a, a football game, I'll do it. Uh-huh. So he's, he's up for anything. That's, what the, that's how much these football coaches love winning or hate losing.
1: Yeah, I might throw up in my mouth a little bit if Duke's mayo got dumped on me. What, what, blue what,
0: paint. <laughs> what 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 condiment would you like to get dumped on your head? Oh gosh. Um I'm going to go blue cheese. I want blue cheese dressing.
1: Uh, is that a condiment though? I mean, nah, it's not that's really. the right? kind of like right? a dip-
0: dipping sauce or whatever. Uh
1: yeah. Who do we have a we had a guest on and we talked condiments with. Do you remember that? Oh, maybe no. Cole looking I don't remember. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, anyway,
0: I no, 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 that was Tom Crean. Yeah, we talked uh, we because talked he, little he's, Caesars. He, he's big on the fast food, maybe. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Uh, there's no condiment that I would like uh, on my head. But, I mean, if if it came down to sriracha maybe, I mean, I'd just close my eyes. wouldn't want that in my eyes or up my nose. But, uh, you know, I could bathe in some sriracha. I love that stuff.
0: One more kind of food thing, I guess. Bear Alexander, defense lineman that signed with Georgia. He did a signing day thing, which uh, I think other, you know, commitments, signees um, from around the country did, uh, with a chip company. I think it was called, is it Taki? Taki chips or something? So he's already in ILM? I mean, I guess he got some money with them. I don't know. Interesting. D- are you familiar with that yeah, chip? Yeah, is it Takis? T-A-K-I-S?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Do, do you know about that? I don't know if I ever had them, but
1: I see them in the convenience store and stuff.
0: What next time we do this podcast, uh, you know, bring them back. sample on air? Br- bring it back, yeah.
1: You know, I, I, I believe they do have uh, some pretty cool uh, flavors kind of, uh, you know, uh, that'll light your fire a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, those type of things. So I might need to try them sometime.
0: Ryan, big win for the Georgia Bulldogs men's basketball team yesterday. Was Uh, it? Was (laughs) it? Hey, any win is a big win. Uh, Now they're five and six. They beat Western Carolina. They were down with under like eight minutes to go. And Tom Crean got Mayo dumped on him after. No, I don't uh, don't think that happened. (laughs) There there was no sponsor of this game. Um, But I mean, it's not a great look. I mean, Western Carolina. uh, I think they're like two eighty or something in Ken Palm, but better than a thirteen-point home loss to George Mason, which happened on Saturday. Uh, This is a. Three games and five-day deal for Georgia. East Tennessee State comes to town Wednesday. Um, So that will be a tougher game. Um, And uh, then they got one more game. I think it's Gardner-Webb next week before SEC play (coughs) cranks up. uh, Noah Bauman and Dalen Original are now playing the four position for Georgia as Jalen Ingram was lost with a knee injury. The guys are are playing pretty decent, um, but, you know, Jalen Ingram's a big cog ryan i know that you're always an optimist tell me how georgia is going to uh do better than you think uh in the uh, next few months
1: all right well they're not here's the thing (laughs) i remember back in uh you know the time of the jim herrick sanctions and all that georgia got beat by east east tennessee state i remember this because a mutual family friend who went to east tennessee state uh you know reached out to to text me with the uh with the with the phrase "get bucked up" because apparently they're the bucks, and that must be what they say around there. But that was during a time where Georgia, you know, could and and wouldn't surprise you to lose to East Tennessee State when when they were going through all those uh, sanctions and everything else. They should not be doing this under Tom Crean, and nothing they have shown me aside from the Memphis win, which is kind of a fluke. After you look at what happened to Memphis uh, in a couple games after that. Um makes you feel positive about the way this program's going, and the last two games definitely are, are in that category as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You, you lost uh, P.J. Horn. You lost... Um, but,
1: I mean, we can't G- blame G- all this G- on no, injuries. No, no, no. You
0: lost Jalen Ingram. What I'm saying is that you already lost You know your top six players from last year, and you really can't... You don't have much room for error w- with the guys that you do have on your roster, um so i mean it looks kind of we'll talk about it more i'm sure closer to the beginning of the fcc but you know looks like a 3 and 15 type season i mean you're going to get a couple of wins uh, here or there
1: are they i mean i yeah i guess like you said you can beat a memphis type of you know have that type of game and win something like that but it's it's just uh it's sad right now it really is for georgia basketball and and with the way that You know, teams or kids have come in and left and, and, you know, uh, you're having to reshape your program, you know, your top 10 players every year. That's just not a a recipe for for winning. And I know you can argue that a lot of teams are doing that, but uh, they're also holding on to more players than Tom Crean is right now.
0: Well, the good news is Spike apparently is back at at Stegman. I did see that. Is that good news though? I don't know.
1: No, I got a Spike story too, (laughs) but I'll share that in another time. Yeah,
0: let's save it. Let's save it. (laughs) Um, All right. Hey, on the flip side. Women's basketball uh, won at NC State last week. Uh, number two team in the country, and the, they've had a couple of easy games since then. South Alabama was a win today, mm-hmm. uh, and they beat somebody else. Saint Francis. Saint Francis. Oh and ten, I believe now. Saint Francis. All right. More importantly, let's—I uh, wouldn't say more importantly—but let's move on and make our picks. Mm-hmm. Got some bowl games. Ryan, uh, <laughs> I went five and four last week. Uh, I think you had like less than nine. You had seven or something, didn't you? And now I, <laughs>
1: as you're looking at my sheet now, I do believe I went one and eight. What? One, two, three, four, five, six. So yeah, I was one and freaking eight. The How good thing, Ryan, possible? is that
0: there's bowl games every day between now and I'm, like uh, Valentine's Day. I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, no, I'm glad I didn't
1: enter like the ESPN uh, competition, mm-hmm. or I'd be. Really
0: All right, sad. as we continue the season um, numbers, I'm 104 and 101 against the spread, and I believe Ryan will be taking me to a delicious steakhouse burger, uh, probably after February Sunny day. I'm saying.
1: Well, I'm challenging the the numbers. All right, challenging we'll go back. numbers.
0: The good thing is, it's always there. It's archived yeah. on the podcast. When you go back to to listen to those, please give us a five-star review, Ryan. You could just say what a great job you do. Yeah, And um, you could find our, our podcast uh, at Apple Podcasts and anywhere. Spotify.
1: Is it anywhere you find your podcast? You know, I, I don't know. I'm still trying to get to the bottom of that. I do know Spotify and Apple are, are like the two main places to find us. All
0: right, Ryan, uh, let's see. I'm looking at which games... Initially, we were going to record this podcast yesterday. Uh, I think, actually, as we speak, there's been a kickoff of the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Uh-huh. I have not looked at the score, so it's not going to influence my pick. And these are games that I really don't know much about a lot of these teams, so I'm just going to kind of guess, okay? Okay. Which isn't far away from what I usually do.
1: So let's get this straight. Last night was that Coastal Carolina till Turf, and today is the uh, famous Idaho Blue turf, correct? Smurf turf.
0: Uh, Yeah, Boise, Idaho. It's Kent State and Wyoming. Your eyes might be hurting after this one. Wyoming, uh, Yeah, Wyoming favored by three and a half. I'm taking Kent State.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to do the opposite of what I did last week and uh, go against my initial thoughts. So Kent State.
0: All right, Frisco Bowl in uh Frisco, Texas. Don't know where that is. Have not been there. I think that's where they play uh, maybe like an FCS championship or something.
1: The uh okay, I was going to ask if it was cuz I know North Dakota State is playing uh
0: that'll be tonight. Yeah. As we record this on Tuesday, it's uh San Diego State and UTSA. Actually a very interesting game, but I might be watching the Washington football team. Uh, I can't remember who they're playing, but uh the Eagles, correct? I don't yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, well, that's good news for Jake Fromm because he's going to be playing um the Eagles only on 5 days rest, I guess, for the mm. Eagles. So mm-hmm. might have a tired secondary he throws up against. Is it confirmed that he's starting? No, uh-huh. I do know. <laughs> I mean, it might be. I just I, I do heard. know
1: Daniel Jones is out for the year. So.
0: Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that San Diego State by two and a half. Ryan, make your pick. San Diego State. Nope. Give me UTSA. Alrighty. Uh, tomorrow it's the Armed Forces Bowl. It's Missouri and Army in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, Army by three and a half. Oh yeah, give me.
1: I am taking Army. Give me the. Give me the soldiers all day long.
0: Tyler Beatty, star running back, opted out. Or actually, from what the head coach of Missouri... uh, Eli Drinkwitz. Drinkwitz said is that the team decided... Or their coaches decided that it would be in his best interest not to play. Protecting him, probably from a pro thing. I don't know exactly how that played out. But, um, hey, didn't we just talk about... Wait a second. Are there two games in the same stadium? I don't know about this. It's the Frisco Football Classic on Thursday. Uh,
1: Yeah, that's the... Maybe not.
0: This is a different game, though. Uh, It's Miami, Ohio, and North Texas, um, and it is uh, Miami by two and a half. Ryan, what are you doing?
1: North Texas since the game's in Texas.
0: Nope, I'm taking Miami. All right, it's uh, the Gasparilla Bowl Thursday, Florida and UCF uh, at Tampa, Raymond James Stadium, Gators by six and a half. Ryan, I am uh, taking Florida.
1: UCF in that one, um, and can you look up what a Gasparilla is?
0: no but you know christian robinson i I believe that might be his swan song as a gator assistant coach Yeah. so uh i will uh go with him because he's a guy that we covered and uh Mm -hmm. good guy Mm -hmm. uh christmas eve ryan it'll be the hawaii bowl it's memphis and hawaii uh in honolulu it's memphis by eight and a half and what is your pick
1: i mean hawaii and hawaii
0: why not nope give me the tigers (laughs) all right um Christmas Day, there's a game. It's the Camellia Bowl. Ball State and Georgia State in Montgomery, Alabama. Um, Yeah, what's the line on that? Georgia State by four and a half. I'm uh, going to take Georgia State.
1: Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, me too. All
0: right, and we'll go with some games on Monday. I, when are we recording our next podcast? I mean,
1: we? it's going to have to be for Miami if we do it. Well, no, no, no. We're doing it. Okay. We, we got
0: these listeners here that want to hear. It's going have to be maybe. Why next. don't you call me Tuesday? Well, before you fly, you're flying. Wednesday, no, no, right?
1: no. I got too much to do. I got to see other no. family for Christmas.
0: Well, Christmas is over by the 28th. I, yeah, well, All yeah. right, Monday, yeah. the 20, Monday the 27th. It's the Quick Lane Bowl. It's Western Michigan and Nevada. Western Michigan by five and a half.
1: Uh, Nevada.
0: I'm taking Western Michigan, uh, close to home in Detroit. The military bowl also that night or that day, I guess. It's East Carolina and Boston College uh, at Navy Marine Corps Stadium in Annapolis. What's mm, uh, East Carolina getting two and a half.
1: Give me East Carolina.
0: That's a good choice. I'll take the Pirates as well. And then uh, last games we're going to pick today. Oh, my gosh. There's tons of games on this Tuesday, a uh, week from today on the 28th. It's the Birmingham Bowl. Houston and, and Auburn uh, in Birmingham.
1: Oh, yeah. Give me Auburn.
0: I'm taking Auburn. Uh, wait a second. I didn't even tell you the spread. Uh, Auburn by two and a half. I'm taking Houston.
1: Nope. Nope. Auburn. Uh,
0: all right. And, uh, first responder bowl, Air Force Louisville in Dallas, Louisville by one and a half. I'm taking Louisville, uh, air force, the Liberty, the Liberty bowl. It's Texas tech and Mississippi state, uh, in Memphis, a game that I covered in 2016. Uh, Trenton Thompson is not suiting up for either team, but, uh, I always remember his post game. He had like two or three trophies uh, that he got, or you know, he had like the championship trophy. He had his defensive MVP. Maybe they gave him one for being the overall MVP. But he was a happy dude. Mm-hmm. And Mi- set
1: sail for the NFL.
0: Mississippi State by ten and a half. Uh, I'm taking the Cowbells. close to home.
1: Um, who are they playing again? Texas Tech. Give me T T U.
0: All right, two more games. The Holiday Bowl. It's N C State and U C L A. In Petco Park in San Diego, NC State by one and a half. Oh yeah, uh, that's always a fun game out there. I've always I've always liked that game. Give me NC State taking UCLA with the home state advantage. And last, it's Minnesota and West Virginia in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh uh, well, I need a line. Minnesota by three and a half.
1: I've always I kind of like Minnesota. I don't like their coach, but I like Minnesota. I think because of the show coach. You know, they kind of use Minnesota State uh, or Minnesota's colors for Minnesota State. So give me Minnesota.
0: All right. I'm going to take the Gophers as well. Row the boat, as they say. Yeah, I hate that. I hate it. (laughs) Um, Hey, hopefully we will uh, do a podcast next week from uh, Miami. Actually, probably Fort Lauderdale is where we're going to be. Ryan will work on the mechanics of that as he is the technological whiz for uh, the podcast. And everyone have a very Merry Christmas. Enjoy uh, the weekend. Um, and get ready for a uh, big Orange Bowl next week, Georgia, Michigan, and we'll uh, talk about it next week down in South Florida. See you there.